As the Cast Forum would present itself, welcome to Cast Forum Cast, your number one source for good vibes and curious thoughts of the world of Pokemon that'll have you cheering like a chess pin. I'm your host, Nathan the Bug Steel Trainer Martin, and this is episode three of Cast Forum Cast. Now we've been on a bit of hiatus, uh, but there's no need to talk about that because we have a lot to talk about today. And to get started, I just want to announce that we are now available on both Breaker and Apple Podcasts. And for news, since we've been gone for a bit, we have quite a bit to talk about. Uh, Starting on September 14th, there was a Nintendo Direct with new information uh, regarding the new Pokemon Sword and Shield games. The first being Pokemon Camps, uh, reminiscent of the underground bases from Generation 4, or at least that's how I like to think about them. Essentially, they are little tents and camps that can be placed in the wild area, an area in the games where uh, Pokemon will be walking around a lot like in the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee games. And in those camps, you'll be able to do a variety of activities like playing with your Pokemon with toys and watching your Pokemon interact, and you'll even be able to stop at other people's camps. And uh, in this Nintendo Nintendo Direct, they actually showed quite a few different Interesting things that I think will be really cool for completionists, like a food-making minigame where you make curry for you and your Pokemon, and there are actually enough different types of curry that uh, warrant it to have a curry dex, which I think is going to be interesting. I'm curious if this curry is going to have any other benefits other than just possibly just like uh, increasing the friendship of uh, your Pokemon. Then, other thing for completionist, uh, they have different flavors of alchemy, uh, which I think is interesting. I know there's a few different ones. My favorite one, I just saw a blueberry one that I thought was very cute. And then uh, there are also league cards, uh, essentially like baseball cards. You can uh, make your own, you can collect them from other trainers that you play, I assume, in online battles and also your friends. Uh, and also you can collect them from other trainers in the game, the NPCs like uh, Hop and uh, his older brother. Uh, and then also they announced a new mechanic called Surprise Trades, where essentially you select a Pokemon that you would like to trade, and you can essentially just select it and then go on about playing your game and in the background while you're doing that it'll actually find and trade that Pokemon for you uh, which I think is really interesting just to I don't know, make everything a little bit more efficient I think it'll just be a nice way to make trading less of a hassle in the game it's not that it ever was just a way to make it more user-friendly they also announced a large range of trainer customization uh, and all of the different things you'll be able to change now include your shirt, jacket, pants, dress, socks, shoes, backpack, or backpack <laughs> hat, glasses, and gloves. And if you go to a salon, you can change your hair, eyebrows, and even your makeup. And since then, we have we have, we've had two other. Uh, events, the glitched Pokemon website, where essentially there was a, when you went to the official Pokemon Sword and Shield website, there was a glitched image on the screen, and after a while, it was revealed that that Pokemon that uh, it was hiding was Surfetched, the Galarian evolution, not Galarian form, Galarian evolution of uh, Farfetched, which is a pure fighting type, and we'll get a little bit more into that here soon. 
And then also uh, on October 5th, we had the Glimwood Tangle live stream. It was a 24-hour live stream. Essentially, it was to uh, imitate as though there were a camera set up in the forest, uh, you know, just to document what would happen within a 24-hour period. And we actually got uh, the reveal of Galarian Ponyta. And we got to see a little bit more on the still not officially announced Impidimp. Uh, he was just essentially harassing everyone and teasing us when it came to uh, certain things happening in the live stream. And then something else of interest, this is uh, not official Pokemon stuff, but it's still something very important. Uh, there is a community charity event called Pokathon. It is going on on December 6th, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's going to be 17 different Pokemon content creators all raising money, uh, in a three-day, 36-hour marathon for the charity Direct Relief. And you can follow them on Twitter at Pokathon TV, And I'll include a link in the description for that. And for our various Pokemon of the Week, I actually have quite a few since we missed a bit. Uh, we're going to go over Cramorant, Poltegeist, Surfetched, and Galarian Ponyta. Starting with Cramorant, it is the Gulp Pokemon. It is a flying water type. It is... 2 foot, 7 inches, and 39.7 pounds, and it has the brand new ability, Gulp Missile. Now what this ability does is after using uh, one of the two moves, Dive or Surf, possibly more, they haven't said so, but uh, they have said Dive and Surf, uh, Cramorant will take its gulping form, where it essentially has a fish lodged in its throat, <laughs> and actually if it is damaged well, in that form, it will spit the fish out as a damaging attack. Uh, just a little interesting detail about it. Uh, if you look at its design, it actually has a, uh, it's the gray feathers on its breast actually look like a little bib, kind of, you know, honing in on that eating aesthetic, I guess you would call it. <laughs> uh, and then just something to say that I think it would be interesting competitively is uh, if it keeps its gulp form when you switch it out, because it'd be interesting if you could uh, switch it out and then later pivot it in on a Pokemon attacking, maybe even with a low damaging attack, maybe even if it was like a fake out, you could switch it in and if that uh, attack would go off, the Gulp Missile. Uh, and also, if its defensive stats are good enough to warrant it being hit for that Gulp Missile to come out, because, uh, I mean, well, I guess, oh, I didn't even think of that, if its speed is high enough, you'd be able to use... Surf, get the Gulp Missile, and then be hit immediately afterwards and use the attack, essentially letting you get two attacks off in the same turn, which I hadn't even think thought of until just now. And also, I'm just curious about the damage and typing of that Gulp Missile attack. Then we have Poltegeist, the Black Tea Pokemon. It is a ghost type that is 8 inches tall and 0.9 pounds. It has the ability Weak Armor, and just to essentially explain what that is, Weak Armor is an ability where uh, if the Pokemon is hit by your physical move, its defense will drop by one stage, but its speed will go up by two stages. And just to talk about it a little bit, um, I think the animation on it is actually really cute. I like the animation a lot. It's one of those Pokemon that, I mean, you can kind of tell that in this game, they actually wanted to focus a little bit more on the animation. And I think it's a Pokemon that really shows that off. And I just think it's interesting, uh, the new Luigi's Mansion coming out uh, here on, well, Halloween. I think it's funny. It's a Pokemon I would expect to see in that game rather than this one. <laughs> and 
the website actually describes it interestingly. It says that uh, restaurants and hotels actually consider it a pest because they'll hide among the tableware, and it says they would pour their power into leftover tea, which would essentially be how they uh, create more of themselves, how they uh, populate, which I think is hilarious, and I actually hope to see that as a situation we can maybe uh, see in the games. I think it'd be hilarious just because, you know, then we would have to deal with maybe a group of them, have to fight multiple of them in a row, or uh, maybe just one of the, I guess, a boss one, maybe, or even its evolution if it has one. And then, coming to Surfetched, uh, he's actually the a Sword-exclusive Pokemon, so if you want to get Surfetched, you will have to get the uh, Pokemon Sword game. Now, this is the Wild Duck Pokemon. It is a pure fighting type. It is 2 foot 7 inches at an astounding 257.9 pounds, and it has the ability Steadfast. Now, Steadfast is another simple ability that essentially just boosts the speed of a Pokemon if it is flinched. Now, uh, Surfetched also does have the interesting signature move of Meteor Assault. It says on the website that's an incredibly powerful attack, but uh, similar to Hyper Beam, it has to recharge after using it. Now, assuming that this is a fighting-type move to be a fighting-type, same-type attack bonus move for Surfetched, uh, I would think maybe that Meteor Assault won't be used all that much, seeing as there's other very powerful fighting-type moves like uh, close combat and superpower that, while they still have their downsides, I would say, you know, not having to recharge the entire next turn is uh, significantly better. Because, you know, just taking a bit of a stat drop is, especially with the new item, um, ejector pack, which would be interesting to use with close combat and superpower. And then, uh, I'm just curious how this Pokemon will be as a, you know, potential fake out switch in. This whole game seems to be uh, treating flinching very interestingly because, of course, if you remember, Dynamax Pokemon uh, don't flinch when they're in Dynamax form, so I'm curious. I'm also curious if uh, you were to switch in, a, or not even switch in, but just have a Dynamax uh, Surfetched and your opponent tried to flinch it. I wonder if that would still trigger Steadfast? I'm not, I'm not really sure, but I, I mean, that's something that we're going to get to find out in the games, and if so, I mean, I'm curious how flinching will be affected, just if, you know, it'll kind of fall to the wayside, or I'm sure it won't because it's such a powerful way to, you know, waste your opponent's turns, but uh, I'm curious to see what happens with it. And then we have Galarian Ponyta. It is actually the Shield exclusive, so if you want Galarian Ponyta, you're going to have to get the Pokemon Shield game. It is the unique horn Pokemon, a psychic type. It is 2 foot 7 inches and 52.9 pounds. It actually has two abilities, uh, Runaway and the brand new ability Pastel Veil. Now Runaway, uh, essentially what it allows it to do is Galarian Ponyta can essentially always switch out. Even if, say, your opponent has Shadow Tag or Arena, Tra or Arena Trap, that both make it to where typically Pokemon can't switch out unless they fall under very specific circumstances, but uh, a runaway allows Galarian Ponyta to switch out no matter what. Uh, its other ability, Pastel Veil, a very interesting one that's new, uh, prevents Galarian Ponyta and any allies that are out with it in double battles from being poisoned. And also, if Galarian Ponyta were to switch in 
while it's uh while one of its allies is poisoned, it'll actually cure that Pokemon if it's its ally in a double battle. Um, I think it's interesting. I'm not sure how much it's actually going to be used in double battles, because double battles are typically so much more offensive, they're very aggressive, uh, that poison typically used more for stalling. I don't see it used, I won't see, I don't think we'll see this ability used as much. Actually, uh, with the use of, well, I guess we're not going to have, uh, Mega Gengar in the new games, but uh, with Pokemon like Meloetta, we're not Meloetta, uh, just other Shadow Tag Pokemon, uh, it'll be interesting to see if Ponytail will actually be, or Galarian Ponytail will actually be taking Runaway more often than Pastel Veil. And then, for our other metagame of the month, now I was going to do the October one when I originally tried to record this episode, but since it's been a bit, and it is, or the September one, I meant to say. But now it is October, so we have two new ones. We have Inheritance, which allows a Pokemon to use the moves and ability of another Pokemon rather than its own. So, you know, you could take any Pokemon, you could take Lander's Therian or something like that, uh, and have it inherit cast forms, uh, moveset, and abilities, so it would have uh, the ability forecast rather than Intimidate. And it would have uh, all of Castform's moves, but it would not be able to use its own moves. And then another interesting uh, metagame, we have uh, 350 Cup. It is a metagame where the stats of Pokemon whose base stat total is below 350 are doubled. So essentially, a lot of uh, baby Pokemon stuff like that will have their stats doubled, which will actually make them quite strong, even to the standard of like uber-tier Pokemon. And we don't have any questions this week, but be sure to send any questions in if you have something you would like me to discuss or anything you want to hear. Uh, as always, I will have that uh, link to send messages in the description of this episode. And for our team of the week, um, I actually saw this recently. It was a very nice video to watch. It was a team featuring a Rocky Helmet, Stealth Rock, Protean Kecleon uh, from MV uh, is his YouTube channel. Uh, the, both the team and the video will be in the description just because I enjoyed the video a lot. I'd like you all to watch it and it'll let you see how the team works. And that about wraps up this week's episode of Cast Form Cast. Thank you all for listening. The next episode should be up next Sunday on the 20th of October. And uh, also tune in next week for some interesting information on a special Pokemon and an assault vest. I'll talk to you next trainer or I'll talk to you trainers next time.